It's code gold, everyone. It's the first emergency into the Black Archive podcast. James Stevenson here, Owen Cranston alongside me, called in at short notice because of the big breaking news that has developed today, which is that Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall are leaving Doctor Who in autumn of next year. Owen, what's your initial reaction to this uh, genuinely huge announcement? So I, I'm honestly not sure. I wish I could say I was surprised, but I mean, there's been rumours about Jodie leaving for a while now, and just just yeah. stayed for tenure, which which doctors normally do, which is around three seasons, plus maybe a few specials here and there. I'm surprised Chibnall is leaving. I this think this was the biggest surprise. Yeah, because because yeah, because Jodie was was hinted at leaving. The time frame makes sense for Jodie to leave. Yeah, whereas, whereas Chibnall seems a bit more out of the blue because what we've seen, at least in Modern Who, since we've come back, is that each showrunner has done two Doctors. Davies had Eccleston and Tennant, Moffat had Smith and Capaldi, and got to do John Hurt, and Chibnall has only had Whitaker and has decided he's off. Um, there's, a, there's a few interesting quotes in the press release. Which... Shall I read the quotes out? Because I've got yeah, them here. Yeah, if you can. That'd so... be very nice. So we found out which Jodie and Jim will be leaving after the special, which will be coming out for, not special, for the series, which will be coming out this autumn. Then there'll be mm. two specials and a final, fe- final feature length episode of the 13th Doctor to form a trio of specials. Chris Chibnall has said, this would be fun with me reading this out of my dyslexia, let's go. Let's give it a go. <laughs> Jodie and I made a free packed and out packed, free series and out packed with each other have a start of this once in a lifetime blast. Now our shift is done. We're handing back the keys to the TARDIS. Jodie's magnificent, an iconic doctor that has exceeded our high expectations. She's been the gold standing lead actor, shouldering the responsibilities of being the first doctor with style, strength, warmth, generosity, and humour. She has captured the public imagination and continues to inspire admiration around the world, as well as from everyone on for production, I can't imagine working with a more inspiring doctor, and I'm not going to. For me, leading this exceptional team has been an unraveling creative fun and one of the greatest joys of my career. I'm so proud of the people who we've worked with and the stories we've told. To finish our time of the show with an additional special after the pandemic changed and challenged our production plans is a lovely bonus. It's a great it's great that the climax of the 13th Doctor story will be at the heart of the BBC century celebrations. I wish our successors, whoever for BBC and BBC Studios choose as much fun as we had, they're in for a treat. Right, cool. Uh, yeah, so let's let's start on Chris, actually, rather than speaking about Jodie, because we've, mm-hmm. we've had almost time to, to come to terms with the fact that Jodie was going to be off at some point, because the rumours have been so prevalent about it. Chibnall leaving this early on i think raises a few interesting questions yeah it raises questions about whether about whether he was pushed or whether this is voluntary doesn't it really exactly yeah i mean if you look at the critical reaction or even the fan reaction to chibnall's series by and large you have a fan base who has liked jody mm-hmm. and has really appreciated what she's done with the role yeah, but on the flip side, I think the fans know that Jodie's been sold short a lot of the time by the quality of the writing. And I mean, you know, I'm not going to be the only person who says this because if you go on YouTube and you search, you know, Doctor mm. Analysis, you'll find countless 
excellent videos on on the Chibnall era. There's that five hour one, yeah. which I know is is picking up traction everywhere, which I still need to watch actually. Um, but that goes into all of the detail, and so if you want to know why this era hasn't gone as maybe as hoped, just watch a few of those. Yeah, what I would say is that you've been saying that Chibnall was almost saying he had a five-year plan. Yeah, so around the time of his introduction as being the chief writer, or I think just before maybe, he did an interview where he said he's got a five-year plan, but I honestly can't find the actual source from which all of these articles are referencing. So take that as you will. But he has been around for five-ish years now, hasn't he? Coming close yeah, to Yeah, he, he signed up in 2017 so that was when he was announced um and then the first episodes came out uh in the late part of 2018 Mm. so in terms of being in the job he will have been in the job for five years because he he signed up in 2017 and began the preparation for the first jody series then and he will go on technically until 2022 because the episodes went over to then even though you imagine they'll be filmed by early 2022 yeah four and a half to five years if we're following how they normally do recording of specials it's probably being recorded around about now because they normally record it with the bulk of the series yes so i believe i believe there's even a quote from jody that says she's only got a few weeks left which implies that those specials are very much underway yeah and being made are you sad to see chipnell go um, on one level, yes, because you never know what a writer could do with another doctor, and maybe it was a case that he didn't know quite how to write for that one. Yeah, and was struggling with the companions, and maybe just cutting all of his threads off and saying, "Right, I'm going to make a sort of semi-fresh start mm-hmm. and go for a different approach," might have worked. Because Chris Chibnall, and I do want to say this before I do lay into him, Chris Chibnall is a good writer. He yeah. has proven over years of work and years of good television shows that he can write good, respected, very popular television. Broadchurch is one of the biggest successes of the last 10 years Mm -hmm. by any metric. So there's no question that he can do it. He was the most qualified person to take the job. And I think if even if you went back with the benefit of hindsight, you'd still pick him to take the job on. So that's what I'll say in Chibnall's defence, and if he had a different Doctor, maybe it could have worked more. That being said, um, I think it's very difficult to say that the the episodes we've had are much of a success. Do you think it's because he doesn't deal very well with how we currently have it with with a Monster a Week's sort of Doctor Who standard story compared to, say, Broadchurch, which does it serialised, and what the next series is going to be like? You know what? I think you've actually hit the nail on the head there, and that's a really good point to bring up because when Chibnall was doing episodes in the Davies era mm-hmm. and uh, and the Moffat era, I always thought they were a bit weak. Yeah, you, I mean, my memory goes back to that forty-two episode, which was a, a Tenant Martha story, which was the whole gamut was that was in real time, and they were on a ship, and it was going to blow up in forty-two minutes because that was the length of a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, but it was the biggest filler episode of the whole series. Yeah, because I, I can remember because re- when I was looking, trying to find the source of this quote, I saw people referring to Chipnall as the cliffhanger king and you can't, in a monster of a week kind of story layout, you can't do cliffhangers 
in the same mm. way which you would do so with serialized things. So do you think we don't know this, but looking forwards, do you think which this next series could potentially give us a good feeling with him before he goes? Based on the structure they've spoken about, yeah. Because with it being supposedly one story, because that's what we're being told, it's going to be one yeah. big story over six parts, um, is now what we officially know, you would think that suits Chibnall to the bone. Mm. Like if, if it's ever going to work, then that would be the structure it would work under. He's He seems excited about it. He's teasing characters to come in. And, you know, if he, he says he loves the show and... He's now working under a structure that I think he likes more. Maybe, maybe it'll work. Because around the same time, which for a five-year plan com- coming out, he was actually talking about doing this, doing a series long... Ooh, ow. What was that? That was, that was me hitting my, my microphone. Um, <laughs> uh, um, there was talk about... Well, there was talk about him doing a sort of serialised format. So, mm. well, I think he might have had this forced on him because of COVID. I think this is something which he actually wanted to do. In a sense, I think he's he's seen an opportunity out of a out of a bad situation and mm. tried to make the best of it. And we knew that that COVID was going to affect the Who production schedule. We absolutely knew that. That's why they only really did a New Year special. And even then, I think a lot of that was filmed pre-COVID. All of that, as we were saying before, all of that was filmed with the last series bunch before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So everything was filmed pre-COVID. This is the first stories that have been affected by it in terms of the filming schedule. I think it could work. And with it also being three specials, who knows? If he's doing a story across all three that's that's developed, it could really work because he's got mm. that ability. There's no question that Chris Jimble can write good television. It's just somewhere along the line in the last two series, he seems to have forgotten how. <laughs> so moving on with Chris Jimble, because we've only got limited time here. Absolutely. Jodie Whittaker is also leaving. As we were saying before, it's not really that much of a surprise, is it? Well, yeah, I mean, if you've if you've looked at any news story for the past six months, you've seen... I mean, even the BBC have been running stories like who is going to replace Jodie. It's it's almost been an open secret that she was only going to do a few more. Yeah. And that's why you said at the head, head of this, it tends to be how modern who, at least, excluding Eccleston, they've all done three series. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Tennant did three series and a few specials. Smith did... Yeah, everyone has, actually. So this all lines up to make sense so as much as it is savage jody is leaving i do really like a doctor i think there's so much more that i hope she gets very quickly gets picked up by big finish to get some more stories i really hope so as well i because i think we should say that it was a bold step by mm. the bbc and who in general to go with jody considering all of I mean, there was the backlash to the fact that the Doctor was going to be a woman at first. People talking about the tradition of the show being ripped out and all these kinds of things. It is a bold move to do that. And to take that role as a woman under so much pressure, because we know what it's like um, for what you see usually when an actor is not a white man, is they've got two times the pressure on them to get it right, Mm. particularly when the role is this iconic. I think she's done a brilliant job with so, what she's been given. And something which I really like about Jodie is that whenever you see her talking about it, she always seems like a child in a sweet shop, really happy to be there. 
yeah, she she seems to have really enjoyed the time. I mean, I, we've had rumours the whole time, but weren't there rumours before that, you know, she was thinking about calling it quits after one series? And There's always been rumours, but I think a lot of those rumours were set up by people who purely didn't like the fact that she was there. Potentially, yeah. Just, there's, just, there's been a lot of smoke yeah. around it, and only I've, now, really, are we getting any fire. I've, I uh, think a lot of that smoke was set up by people who had different motives. I think would be mm. fair to say. It's probable. But anyway, but yeah, what Jodie's done is really good with what she's had. I think she's been a really good doctor. So I'm just going to read off her quote and then we then I've got a few questions we should probably try to think about. Yeah. So in 2017 I opened my glorious gift box of size 13 shoes. I could never have guessed for brilliant adventures, worlds and wonders I was I was to see in them. My heart is so full of love for this show, for the team who make it, for the fans who watch it, and what it has brought to my life. I cannot thank Chris enough for entrusting me with these terrible, with his incredible stories. We knew we we wanted to ride this wave side by side and pass on the baton together. So here we are, weeks away from mapping up for best job I've ever had. I don't think I've I've ever been able to express for what this role has given me. I'll carry the doctor and lessons I've learned forever. I know change can be scary and none of us know what's out there. That's why we keep looking. Travel, hopefully, the universe will surprise you constantly. So, just a few questions then, which this all raises, really. So, with there being specials mm, a com- lot of questions. coming up, so I'm not going to talk about the obvious ones until the very end, because I don't feel like we can add much to it. But it raises some more questions, I think. So, we can safely assume then, which we're not going to have a new Doctor until 2023, right? Because we've got the special... You'd think so, yeah, because we... they'll want to have... There'll be a break period for whoever the new showrunner will be mm. and the new Doctor, who they will inevitably be casting now, uh, with there being no announcement, so it'll come out in a few weeks, maybe months. So, yeah, you'd think, if I was thinking about it from a purely logistical standpoint, it could be 2023. It might even be 2024. But this is where we run into a few problems. When's the anniversary year? 2023, of course. So will we have a new Doctor who's actually done an episode before the 60th anniversary? I mean, you could find, actually, that we we maybe even start with a big, splashy, much like Deep Breath, almost, Mm. where we had the big, splashy theatrical launch and whatever, where the new Doctor comes in and it also doubles as a 60th. You could even have the new Doctor being introduced amongst other Doctors, which would be interesting if they went down that route. Um, Mm. Personally, I don't think that would be a good idea. I think they should just go with setting up a new Doctor for the 60th and making as big as they can. I feel like if you have too many, it withdraws too much from the new person. Yeah, you won't be able to get to know whoever that, whoever he or she will be. Mm. If that, that's a question, actually. Do you think they'll stick? Do you think they'll stick with a woman or go back to men with the casting? I don't know, but it. I think that comes into the boring question of who who will replace them, but I don't really want to go into that. Because I yeah, don't feel there's like, no point speculating. I don't feel like we'll add much to that discussion. Absolutely. You get a new name mentioned every couple of weeks, and often I look at them and just think, yeah, no way, uh, yeah. that's not happening. <laughs> but, you know, cheers, journalists, for doing well on a snow, slow news day. It, it can be difficult. And that's a um, question as well. 
Will mm. Chibnall be able to tie up the Timeless Child storyline? Uh, in a way which is satisfying in a year. He's got he's got nine episodes to do it. Uh, yes. Three of them are special, so a bit longer. But yeah, he's got nine episodes. And when you really think about it, he's got a maximum four stories and as little as two to do that job now. Mm. Um, inconclusive. Uh, hoping for the best, expected for the worst, maybe? <laughs> so since we actually... Me, me and James, James still haven't had a chance properly to just for Comic-Con stuff either. Mm, not I th- really. I think which this series is going to be about the time of child stuff. Perhaps. Because I think it, it would be the logical place. Because if you look at... Some people have noticed it. I, I didn't. Other people did. But... Have you seen for, for promo photos? Do you know what? I actually haven't. Uh, it's, um, it, I've seen all the trailers, yeah. but that's pretty much it. But I'll send you it later, but we can talk mm. about it now. Um, you can just about see which Jodie, um, Gil, and Bishop are all stood on the seal of Rassilon, we think. So it's going to be heavily based with Time Lords, I think. Now that would be the logical place to go. Uh, mm. considering where we left off, at least with the sort of regular series line. It's bizarre to think that it's been close to two years now Yeah, since we actually left that off. Um, yeah, I, I'm hopeful then that they're actually going to try and address that, uh, whatever that would mean, whether that's um, they retcon it almost and they say, oh, we did it, you know, they'll cycle back and it was just someone messing about, or they actually fully commit. Yeah. Then if they fully commit, then whew, that's a bold one to, to leave to a new I, showrunner. I think the issue is they've done essentially what they did with the... You remember those new Daleks, the Genesis Daleks, whatever they were called? Yes. They've yeah. essentially done what they did there, where they went, all oh, the shiny new Daleks, no, we're not going to discuss them at all. Instantly outraged about them being new Daleks because no one exactly knows what they're about, and they just mm. revert. So it'd be interesting if they do stick with it. It's a shame, because I actually thought those yeah. new Genesis Daleks were cool. Like they had ranks and everything. I was actually, all, I was actually perfectly all right with that. Um, and also something else which came out in this press release, which was quite hidden away, really. Mm. We now know which series thirteen will come out in the autumn. Yes, which um, is quite bizarre considering we are pretty close to the autumn, yeah. and there's no discussion of dates. You'd assume with it being six six episode, you'd presume they're going weekly because that's how we've always done it. Yeah. So you would think the latest that can be starting is November early on and maybe leading into the Christmas season with it. Mm. Isn't that more winter, lo- though? It's probably... Um, if it, You can say it's autumn if the first episode starts in autumn. It's, mm. it's just classic. Um, you know, they'll often say, like, a season of The Apprentice will start in the autumn, but the finale will be in, like, December the 15th or something. Yeah. So that would be logical to, to try and lead up to Christmas with it. And then maybe if they've got it ready, although I doubt it, maybe even have a special ready for New Year. Yeah. To lead straight off it. Which brings us on to the next question. We've got lots of questions, no answers. Yeah, there's loads to go, to go through with this statement. When are, the sched- when are the specials going to be? Are we going to have one Christmas, one New Year's, one in the autumn, or one New Year's, one Easter... One autumn? 
well, we know what the last one is going to be, and that will be on the BBC Centenary. Um, it's a hell of a state. It's a statement to make because obviously this is a huge celebration of everything the BBC have done over one hundred years. So the fact that they've considered who worthy well, is being part of that. It is one of their longest running. Oh, absolutely! It's about as institutional as it gets for the channel or yeah. even the whole group. So. It makes sense to go that way, but effectively, it's almost getting 50th anniversary treatment if they're saying feature length. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, they'll, if they'll bring it to the cinemas then. I think so. I think saying feature length pretty much indicates that will happen. Um, who has done well in cinemas before? It makes sense to do it um, because they haven't done it in a while. And now that they know that it's going to be a regeneration episode, yeah, then that adds even more... Um, allure to it so it, it should do pretty well it, it might actually get pretty decent ratings um by chibnall and whittaker standards so i think it's an exciting announcement in that sense but it also raises questions about well um it what i think actually owen is why should we get so excited for the six part this uh this story coming out in the autumn because the showrunner after the specials will inevitably wipe the slate that's what's always happened we can see. So I think it pretty much says that um, whoever John Bishop is going to play and whoever Jacob Anderson is going to play, we were talking about on Sunday, feels like it'll probably be a one and done situation. I, it might only be in that story. I think John Bishop was always going to be that because he was saying previously, which he struck wouldn't be able to be in part of series 13 because of his touring. Yeah. So obviously so in normal like time. Be a one and in. Yeah. So I think that would kind of be it for him either way. And yeah, I, I sense it will probably be like that with Anderson because he is um, he is busy on multiple multiple fields because he's a musician as well. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I d I didn't really cock it until I probably read the statement that he was Riley Ritchie. I really like Riley Ritchie, and I didn't know they were the same person. Um, a few quick questions as well because I know we're running out of time. Yep. When do you think they'll announce for New Who slash Showrunner? when they find them because i don't think they've got there yet um well they normally do the replacement scene at the end of recording um according to jay's statement they're nearly there well i w yeah now you say that i imagine what's happened is similar to how they've done it in the past few where i think the showrunners probably already asked who they mm. would like to go after them and i assume that the bbc will have probably approved that and that will be in the process of being an announcement will be in the process of being made when it's announced who's to say but i imagine a few weeks maybe when they do the regeneration scene actually yeah so a few weeks from now we may know Right. Like this time, there's really no, um, there's no like big contenders, is there? There's no one I can think of who's like he, he or he or she would be the ideal candidate. So this brings us on to the last question, for one, which uh, I've been put trying to stop us from answering for this entire time, so we could end on it. <laughs> yeah. You go, and then I'll go. Who okay. will be the next showrunner and Doctor? <sighs> we can play this right. when the new ones announced just to show how wrong we are. Uh. Yeah, we will probably be, because we're always wrong. Um, right, I'm going to just go for a, sen I'm going to go for a, like a sensationalist pop and see where it goes. Um, I think if anyone out of this current crop 
of writers on the Chibnall shows would get it because I think it'll be from that crop and Chibnall mm-hmm. won't look too outside is Vinay Patel could be a shout. Okay. Um, Patel wrote uh, Demons of the Punjab in the first series and co-wrote um, the Jadoon one where Joe Martin shows up and mm-hmm. John Barrowman shows up, which was probably the biggest episode of that series. Both got pretty good reviews. I don't know how much say Chibnall will have, because in his statement he says the BBC and BBC Studios will choose. Ah, well, if it's not Chibnall, then then it could be somebody completely different. I mean, you might even be looking back to who was writing in the Davies mm. era, and then you... I'd love to see them give Mark Gatiss a go. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he was willing to do it on his own and not yeah. take Moffat with him and do it on his own, I just wonder what that would be like. And who do you think will be the next Doctor? Uh, <laughs> I'll be wrong. Um, I've heard a lot about um, Ollie Alexander doing it, uh, yeah. who did it to sin and um, is also known as the Years and Years guy. Um, I think he's a very, very good actor. And I would be interested to see what that Doctor would be like. Whether I think it will be him or not is another matter, but I'll go with it just out of curiosity about what he would be like as a Doctor, because I think that would be different to anything we've had before. So, I'm going to be honest with you and go for jokey one, because I don't know enough actors or writers yeah, to okay. give this. <laughs> so, we all know which Mark Gates has a thing against about putting himself in the cameo role. Mm. He, how he acts in all of his stories, essentially. Yeah. Mark Gatiss will be for writer and for doctor. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Goodness me. Gatiss writing his own stories would be something. Uh, <laughs> it would just be like, that would be like all the worst aspects of Sherlock at once. <laughs> An entire series inside the mind palace. That's what I want to see. No logic, no real world, just pure, I'm the doctor and I'm in my mind. Sorting out mind problems. So it'll either be Mark Gatiss as the Doctor or Mark Gatiss as the Master. I'd actually really like to see Mark Gatiss as the Master. I don't even... I'm not even lying. That would actually be really good. (laughs) (laughs) I'd take him as the Master every day of the week. Uh, Yeah, and it's hard to know who do the Doctor. Here's a mad shout. What if Joe Martin does it? I was thinking about that. How they were wrong and how... Joe Martin wasn't actually the previous a previous one. She was a future one. Mm, that would be clever. It, I think it would be too clever, though. I, yeah, I think it's one of those things where a showrunner won't want to pick up a Doctor that's pretty much the relic of a previous showrunner. I think They're going to want a clean go. Maybe if you, it was the person who said it was who did for Jadoon Watton might be willing to because she wrote that episode well co-wrote that episode. Uh, yeah he wrote that so um yeah he would uh probably he'd be inclined maybe to go for that but that would imply a lot of continuity with chibnall and personally if i was um piers wenger who's probably going to be making the choice um for the bbc um, yeah because he runs bbc drama um he will probably be looking at the old guard because piers was hired by um russell and julie mm. So that tells you where he comes from and kind of the people he was working with initially. And he started when Moffat did. So he's gone through two showrunners now. I think the issue yeah. we have here and everyone else having with all of this guessing is that there's no obvious choice, is there? Whoever will be announced will be a surprise in some way. Mm. 
but I look forward to who they go with. And I and you know what? If I have one hope, I hope they go for somebody who isn't a recognisable name. Do what they did with Matt Smith again and to an extent David Tennant. To an extent, yeah. But not even for Doctor. I think showrunner should be someone yeah. who isn't particularly recognised, who's done good work, but isn't, mm. you know, one of the big name people. Like Christian was a big name, Moffat was a big name. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they go with someone a little unproven, a little bit raw, and maybe bring the show back to basics a bit. What you're saying, you want for next show runners to have the initials of JS? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I actually applied for a job on, the, on Doctor Who. Uh, did not get it, obviously. I mean, I'd love to write for that show. I, of course I would, but no one's going to be ringing my phone from the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening to our little emergency episode. Mm, it's really nice. We should do, we should do emergencies more often. Uh, that includes more editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of thrown our days for six. This because we knew we had to record something. It's yeah. it's like the nuclear button's been pressed. So yeah, thank you for listening. If you think which we were wrong or right, or that Mark Gator should be every character, be like that Master <laughs> episode when Master plays everyone, yeah, what, like the end of time. Yeah, yeah it was just Mark Gatus. Tweet us at Black Archive Pod or email us blackarchivepod at gmail.com. And if you'd also like to get in contact with us by saying that maybe uh, Jody was hard done by or, or Chibnall should stay on for another series. If you think Chibnall should stay on for another series, why don't you keep it to yourself? <laughs> We're open to all views on this podcast. So feel free to subscribe. <laughs> feel free to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks very much for listening. We will see you again on Monday. Uh, with a, I believe we're doing Mission to the Unknown, aren't we, on Monday? No. We're not? We're doing Machines. Oh, we've got Machines on Monday. Yeah, for War Machines. That's ooh, very exciting. War Machines is a good podcast. You do not want to miss that one. Uh, tune in then, and we'll be with you with some more classic Who. But until then, from this modern Who update, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>